Welcome to our third episode of Loyalty Beat, a podcast designed to put convenience store retailers in the driver's seat when it comes to choosing the right loyalty program for their brand, through the invaluable insights of retailer and C-Store expert Dan Durbin. A good loyalty program means a profitable program. It also means having what I like to call loyalty longevity. Often, retailers will launch a loyalty program that has good initial numbers, enrollment, mobile app usage, and so on. But then, loyalty customers start to peter out, slowly at first, but by year three or four of the program, you see those data points between enrollment and retention getting farther and farther and farther away. So, what are the reasons behind that drop-off? Sometimes it's because the program isn't being marketed at the pump or in the store, and so customers have no idea there even is a loyalty program. Sometimes it can be because the loyalty program itself doesn't have enough tangible rewards to entice customers. If it takes you seven, eight, nine months to get enough points to redeem them for something, customers lose interest. But the number one reason for large drop-offs in customer participation is because the loyalty program isn't designed for loyalty longevity. A good program must be intuitive offer a lot of ways to participate and be rewarded, and it has to continue to surprise customers with new and exciting deals. I've had the privilege of interviewing Dan Durbin these last two episodes. If this is your first time listening, Dan is a 46-year veteran in the industry and has held a variety of positions during his tenure. Dan was president of Hotspot Convenience Stores for 25 years and is currently director of logistics for R.L. Jordan Oil Company. In only two episodes, Dan has provided so much insight on the philosophical foundations of a good loyalty program. Last episode, we focused on outside at the pump. Because 70% of customers pump gas and then never come inside where the higher profit margins are, we better give them a good reason to. So this episode is going to be all about loyalty inside the store. To really dig in and get down to the nitty gritty of good inside loyalty strategies. How many webinars or podcasts or pitches have we listened to that never go beyond the generalized statements or advice? Well, not this one. Dan has graciously offered to pull back the curtain and give us a glimpse of how Hotspot's rewards are structured. KFC has its 11 secret herbs and spices, and, well, we don't have a cute name for ours yet, but listen along as we uncover some of Electrum and Hotspot's secret ingredients for loyalty success. Hi, Dan. Thank you so much again for joining me. I'm really glad to be with you again, Allie. But I'll have to tell you, my wife is beginning to get concerned about how much time I'm spending with you. <laughs> my wife, too. Amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. All right. So let's see here. Um, so let's take a look back at Hotspot's loyalty program, which, uh, by the way, is 14 years old. And Hotspot has always had way above average enrollments and usage for the marketplace. Why do you think that is? We spent a lot of time 
and effort in the beginning to make sure that our customers knew exactly what we were offering. I actually hired people to go to the store and sign people up. We were signing up about 100 people per day per store at the beginning um, where where these people actually went. And we felt like that was money well spent. We also pay our cashiers a small bonus for each person they signed up. We actually went as far as watching videotape to be sure that our afternoon and midnight personnel were well-trained and signing up their customers as well. Buying the kiosk was the smartest thing we did. Our customers could sign themselves up, and when they took the time to do that, we ended up getting more information about them, which makes their experience much more meaningful. You know, one of the reasons Electrum has such robust offerings is that so many of our offerings have come from a retailer having a great idea and then us figuring out how to implement it. Hotspot offers all of the most common loyalty rewards, you know, everything from points and discounts and clubs. But then you guys do so much more on top of that. And you, in particular, have had, you know, so many great ideas over the years. I'm thinking in particular about rewards for lottery and ATM points. So can you talk about how you incorporate lottery and ATM transactions into the Hotspot loyalty program? Well, I've got to say one of the best things that we've done was incorporate lottery into our reward program. As far as I know, we're the only chain that is doing that. Uh, Lottery doesn't uh, offer a large profit margin, but what a lot of people fail to uh, think about is how large some of the transactions are, especially during times when the lottery has a large jackpot over a hundred million, uh, sometimes getting up to a billion dollars. Some of these transactions can be two, three, four hundred dollars at a time. So even though the profit margin is small, the actual profit that you make in just a few seconds of of uh, taking those lottery sales is tremendous. And we offer one point per dollar spent. And uh, while that's not a tremendous amount of money to offer back, it is a nice reward for people who have bought large amounts of lottery tickets. We have more than doubled our profit during the time that we have been offering this. It not only has improved our lottery sales and our overall profitability on lottery, uh, it has driven people to our ATMs and they get their money out of the ATM to buy more lottery. So we actually allow our reward customers to have an opportunity to get their ATM fee almost free. We charge 50 cents now after they get their reward back. It's a 350 for a regular customer, and it's 50 cents for a reward customer, which means that they get $3 to spend in our store any way that they want. And they can turn around and spend that money on lottery if they choose. We also offer a second chance lottery drawing for our lottery customers, and we give away $500 each month. We have the largest lottery sales of any chain in western South Carolina, and we're number two overall in the state for chains over 25 stores. And we're very proud of that because we have very few stores at the beach, which is where more lottery is sold than any other place. So we're very, very proud of what we've been able to accomplish. We're beating all the chains like uh, QT, Circle K, Spinks, 
Uh, none of those come close to us, and it's simply because of what we've done on lottery giveaways, second chance drawings, and so forth. Uh, we've we've just gone to a a tremendous level in that area, and I recommend everybody think about that. Hotspot really excels at using segmentation to market effectively to targeted groups. For example, construction crews are a highly sought-after segment because if construction crews instantly see the benefits of the program, that means having loyalty customers coming en masse inside the store almost every single day before they go to a job site. What drives that segmented participation? When I'm in my stores, the one thing I notice is that I have a lot of groups come in from construction crews, lawn care, and landscaping companies. And when these people come in the store, there might be four, five, six, I've seen large groups get out of the same truck, come into my store, and they go everywhere. They're buying everything. They're buying drinks. They're buying hot dogs. They're buying sandwiches. They're buying uh, ice uh, for their coolers. They're buying products to take with them to eat later. So they, they're eating now and they're eating later. These purchases in just a few minutes can add up to hundreds of dollars. And so I'm thinking to myself, gosh, we need something to get those groups of people to always pick us and never pick our competitors. And we found it. And it was in the bags of ice that we sell to those groups. We started an ice program. First of all, we have 10 and 20 pound bags, which some people don't carry the larger bag. So we can offer a real discount on the larger bag. But in addition to that, if you're one of my loyalty customers, I reduce the price again. We also have a refill ice club in an insulated cooler that lowers it even another time beyond what they do if they just buy the ice by itself. We turn around and give the largest amount of points that we give per dollar on ice because it's the most gross profit product that I have in my store. And then when they use their points that they gain today on another purchase, the next time they come in, we give them 500 additional bonus points for spending their points with us on ice. It drives them back to that high gross profit item. When we went to share and compare, my friends in the group wanted to know what in the heck we were doing on ice because our ice sales just went through the roof and the profitability on that just went through the roof. So it was it was a lot of fun to share with them what we had done on ice and how important it is uh, to bring those groups into the store. They buy gas, they buy diesel, they buy lunch. Uh, they buy massive amounts of water and soda, and it's just a, a fantastic uh, group of people to target, and the ICE program has been tremendous for us. There is so much actionable customer data you get from the enrollment process. Can you talk a little bit about how that works and what retailers are getting during that enrollment? The best part of this enrollment process is this whole process takes only about 30 seconds. 
because people don't want to take a lot of time, but if they can do something quick, they're willing to get to do it and give us the information. We're asking our customer to swipe their card and uh, then they swipe their driver's license. And what happens when they swipe their driver's license is we get a good bit of information, not only their name, their address, their birth date, and um, their gender, but it goes on to ask them for their email and their phone number. If they're willing to give their email and their phone number, and many of them are, and we encourage them to do so because they get uh, more offers from us, they they are more in the know about what's going on and so forth. Uh, we get a tremendous amount of information from that. And uh, when we're data mining the, the information that you guys have for us, uh, we can really dig down and understand, you know, who our customers are, what they're buying, why they're buying it. It helps us in determining what kind of specials that we feel like we want to to offer uh, the public. And it's just been very good for us overall. As you said, a customer's birth date is, is one of those key pieces of data you get during the enrollment process. And hotspot customers really seem to love birthday rewards. How does that work? Why do you think that reaction is, is so tangible from customers? Well, they really do uh, appreciate us. We, we email them on their birthday. The, this actually comes from you guys. You send an email to our customers reminding them that we are recognizing them today on their birthday, and they can come in and they can get a free fountain drink or a free hot cup of coffee. And they, they really seem to appreciate it. You know, in a family, can you imagine being in your family and you go all day and nobody in your family wishes you a happy birthday or says anything to you? Well, we can't have a family here at Hotspot unless we're going to recognize people's birthdays. That's just the way that I feel about it. And uh, I feel that the customer feels the same way. They they feel more like they're part of our family when we uh, mention their birthday and we offer something free at the store. And we love doing it. They love receiving it. And it's just a, it's just been a great thing for us. I'd love for you to talk about what Happier Hour is at Hotspot and the results you've gotten from that program. Happier Hour was uh, an effort to drive our afternoon sales uh, in the C-Store business, not as much so at our stores, but in the C-Store business in general, uh, things get kind of slow in the afternoon. We offered to give discounts to our loyalty customers at a higher rate than what we had during the rest of the day. And uh, they got their drinks cheaper. Sometimes I think the drinks, which are normally 99 cents, went down to like 49 cents. And it, it sounded like it was something that wasn't really going to be very profitable for us. But the truth was our sales went up so much, didn't hardly affect our margin, even giving the 49 cent drinks that uh, it made a tremendous uh, additional profit during those times. We we don't run it all year long because we don't want, you know, it to just be a normal thing. But when we run it, it really seems to add to the sales tremendously during those times. I think this might be the question I'd like to end on because it's such an important topic that we've been talking about 
this past year in the industry. And, and so many retailers are trying to figure out the best ways to give back and honor essential workers during the pandemic, as well, of course, as honoring other important groups. So what happens on Hotspot's special days? Well, we have a few special days for veterans, for first responders, uh, for hospital workers. Whenever we have a special day, we uh, treat it similarly to the way we do on a birthday. Uh, We ask the customer to come in and we offer them a free drink or a free cup of coffee, whichever uh, they choose. We try to make sure that when they announce who they are, we're going to honor them. We try to teach our employees the right kind of way to honor these people, the right kind of things to say. We just we just feel like it's an honor for us to give back to them something and to uh, take the time to let them know how much we appreciate them. Well, Dan, I would like to give you an extra special thank you today for, you know, your your specificity on the business strategies and tools to create a successful convenience store loyalty program. Thank you so much for talking with me today. It was my pleasure. At Loyalty Beat, we want retailers to walk away from our podcast with an arsenal of loyalty resources to make informed decisions on what they want for their business. If you are a convenience store retailer and have a topic you want us to cover or questions for the podcast, you can go to the contact page on our website, electrumloyalty.com. You can also subscribe to get emails about upcoming episodes on our website. And please rate, subscribe, and follow us wherever you stream your podcasts. But most importantly, thank you for tuning in and see you next time.